welcome back to another episode of the Everyman Podcast. It's your host, Ken with two ends, man. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about men leading themselves first before trying to lead others. <clears throat> but before we get into that, man, how are y'all doing? I, myself, I hope y'all are doing fine. I, myself, am doing great. Doing amazing, as always. Taking it a day at a time. Um, let's see, man. If you haven't subscribed, you know why? Why? Why wait? If you enjoy the content, go ahead, subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review, follow me on Instagram underscore k dot e n, and DM me any suggestions, comments, questions that you may have, or you can email the new podcast email at everyman. Uh, I believe it is PD. Let me get it right. Let me get it right. Give me one second here. I'm going to pull it up, make sure I get this right. So, yes, it is everyman, E V E R Y M A N dot P D C S T at gmail.com. You can email me right over there. But anyway, let's jump into this content, man. So, I want to talk about this because I feel like in today's world, this modern era, there is a lack of uh, men who are willing to and are prepared to be leaders in this world. Now, now, ladies, the lady, the ladies are killing the game. We got we got a lot of uh, ladies out there on the forefront, uh, being good leaders, being strong leaders. Um, it does come at a cost to them. Not all of them, but most of them, it does come at, at a cost, but. I think it should be the other way around. I think it should be a lot more men on the forefront, um, you know, taking those risks, those chances, and leading others, leading people, having followers, having a uh, congregation, I guess you could say, of uh, people that look up to you and want to shadow you and in some way be like you or similar to who you are or even be better than you but to lead others you must first learn to lead yourself first and so the biggest the biggest um skill i guess you could say or attribute in trying to lead yourself or in looking to lead yourself i would say is self-awareness to to be able to lead yourself and then eventually lead others You have to become self-aware. You have to know your strengths. You have to know your weaknesses. You have to know um, areas of improvement. You have to know what you're able to bring to any and all tables. And um, to be able to do that, you have to go into self-reflection. You have to practice self-reflection. You have to get away from distractions, get away from the phone, video games, TV, and just sit with yourself in silence with a pen, notepad, and just ask yourself, what are my strengths? What are some things that I'm good at? What are things that I'm like really, really skilled at, really talented at, really gifted at? Um... After you list that out, then you go into what are my weaknesses? What are some things that aren't as strong as I need them to be or things that aren't as strong as I would like them to be or want them to be? Um, What are some things that people have said as far as 
maybe that being an indicator of something that I can improve on, you know, um, what are some areas that, what are, what are kind of some gray areas, some skills and some things that I'm not necessarily the best at, but I'm also not terrible at them. And if I worked at them, they could become a strength. The goal should always be to make your weaknesses your strengths and to become an expert at your strengths, right? And so um, I guess I could say, I guess I could share my own. Okay, so one of my strengths, hmm, I would say that one of my strengths is my, um, my ability to try and think of which one I would like to share. So I can't give away my good ones. <laughs> but I would say, okay, so one of my strengths is my ability to recall information quite accurately. Meaning that um, I don't have like photographic memory or uh, or whatever it's called or something, but basically like with individuals who can like remember something instantaneously while only taking like one look at it. Like I'm not that, but I do have good recall, meaning that um, as far as my vaults of knowledge, I'm able to access, I'm able to access them when a situation arises, even though I may not have access that vault of knowledge for a while. So, uh, for example, let's say, like, a math equation, like uh, the quadratic formula. I I can't, like, I, I, I honestly, I can't tell you what the quadratic formula is right now. I cannot. But if I saw it, I'd be like, yeah, that's the quadratic formula. And if you told me to figure, if you gave me a problem where I had to use the quadratic formula, I'd be able to figure it out just by noticing and recognizing that that is the quadratic formula and that's the formula I need to use to solve this math problem, to solve this math equation. But I cannot tell you that off the top of my head. So that's one of my abilities is that even though I may not be able to, uh, you know, spout it off the top of my head. Once I see it, once I recognize it, I'm able to recall the knowledge. And it's not all the time. It's definitely not all the time, but a lot of the time, most of the time. I'd say 80% of the time I'm able to recognize something, recall the information, even though it may have not been used in a while, dust it off, and, you know, I can do whatever it is that I need to do. That's one of my greatest strengths, one of my greatest abilities is my uh, recall. Now, one of my weaknesses, um, do, 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 I would say that one of my weaknesses is focusing, is giving, giving too much major to the minors. Let me explain. Let me unpack that. So what I mean by giving too much major to the minors is that sometimes, uh, I get caught up on the small things. I get caught up on on the smallest of things, and um, I, I kind of I guess you could say it's because I'm not really a perfectionist. 
I'm not I'm not a perfectionist, but I do I'm a I'm a progressionist more than I am a perfectionist. And sometimes when I feel like I'm regressing instead of progressing because of the smallest and slightest things, I'll flip out. And it's not like I go into like a you know, like a, a, a rage or I just like F the world, this shit is fucked up, I don't care about anything anymore. No, it's it's nothing like that. But I do constantly think about it. I constantly uh, am trying to think of um, ways that I could have done it differently. For example, a conversation. There's a lot of times when I go into conversations and uh, may like maybe even like even debates sometimes that I may get into with with someone. And um, you know, like once it's over and done, I'm like, damn. I should have said this, or I should have said that, or maybe I should, or if I'm um, having a discussion with my lady, I'm like, damn, maybe I shouldn't have said that, or maybe I shouldn't have said this, I could have said this better, I could have said that better. So like I said, I get caught up on like the technical stuff, I, I give too much major to the minors, and um, you know, I kind of, like, I guess you could say I kind of nitpick, I kind of nitpick at myself when it comes to, um, for example, certain conversations. And, like, I'll think about it for hours and hours and hours and hours. Like, damn. And then I started thinking about, okay, if I would have said this, what what would the person have said or responded? Or if I would have said that, how would they would have responded? Or the rest of the conversation would have gone like this. Had I said this at that time or this at another specific time. You know, it gets real deep, real anal. And that that's one of my weaknesses. That's one of the things that I'm trying to stop. I'm trying to... Stop being so uh, analytical, I guess you could say, is one of my weaknesses. Now, being ana- being being analytical is not a weakness, but being hyper-analytical, too analytical, is, you know, uh, it's a problem for me. It's one of my weaknesses. And so now, now I'm trying to practice, practice this thing where I'm like, um, I wrote it down, where it's like, if I'm willing... <clears throat> If I'm willing to let it go in the future, then I le- I need to let it go now. Um, for example, if um, let's say I give somebody just a uh, just to throw some cheesy example out there, let's say I give somebody five dollars and they say they pay they'll pay me back uh, on Friday. Friday comes and they don't pay me back. You know, um, and it's like, damn, this person said they was gonna pay me back. Why they ain't paying me back yet? And so my mindset now is to think, are you willing to let go of that $5 in the future? Like, is 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 this person not paying you $5 back going to really affect your life? Is it really going to, are you really going to be that upset about it next week? The answer is no. So if you're not going to be upset about it tomorrow, or if you're not going to be upset about it in a couple of hours, or tomorrow, or next week, or next month, then let it go right now. There's no point. You know, and so that that's just like a little small example of what I'm trying to do to strengthen one of my weaknesses to stop being so hyper-analytical. But yes, that's an example of being able to 
be self-aware. You know, you should always be aware of your strengths, always be aware of your weaknesses, and always be aware of uh, areas that you can improve on. This will help you become a leader of yourself. Now, another thing that I believe you should do to be able to become a leader and more importantly to lead yourself before you try to lead others is to learn from other leaders so and uh, a good trait a good attribute of a of a great leader is someone who is willing to follow you know not all leaders just come out and just start leading you know most great leaders if not all great leaders were at one point or even now are following uh, other leaders, other great leaders. They're trying to learn from them. They're talking to them, asking all these questions like, when did you decide to be a leader? Who did you follow before becoming a leader yourself? What are some what are some, some tips, some advice that you would give to someone who wants to be a leader? You know, X, Y, Z, you go down the road. But <clears throat> like I'm saying, to... To be a leader, you must first learn how to follow. And I think it's important to learn how to follow to eventually become a leader because then you understand the mindset of someone who follows. And then that way you can, you know, construct your your message or your advice or just your being, your um just your, your status you can construct it in a way that appeals to people so that they will want to follow you because if you want to be a leader you have to be a leader you have to have people that want to follow you right otherwise you're just leading nobody but that's why it also starts with yourself because you may start off leading nobody but as long as as long as you start by leading yourself first you will accrue followers another thing so to to be able to lead yourself first before you try to lead others you have to admit the things that you don't know but then also go out and seek the answer don't just come across something and then tell yourself oh i don't know and then not go find the answer. No. Leaders admit when they don't know something. But the difference between the leader and the follower is that the leader will admit. Once they admit that they don't know something, they say, yeah, I don't know. But I'm going to go find out. I don't know. But I'm going to try to get the answer. For example, um, this is it's a slight difference, and it's one thing that I noticed um, in one of the jobs I had. But even with 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 people like working like customer service or retail or anything like that, um, people don't like it when you're at a job and then you say you don't know, and that's it. Because now they just they they come to you for help, and you know you they expect you to know basically the ins and outs and they just end up right where they started in a place of you know confusion and not knowing but what really what really what people really appreciate is the fact is if you say hey if they have a question say hey 
um, say like you're in a store and somebody asks you, where's the soap? Where's the hand soap? And you say, I don't know, but let me find out for you. People appreciate the fact that you're willing to put effort into something that you don't know versus you just saying you don't know. Because when you say you don't know, it seems like you just don't care. But if you say, I don't know, but let me find out for you or let me check for you. Now, if you come back and you still don't have an answer, that person isn't upset with you. They are appreciative that you at least put forth the effort to try. And that's what you should do to become a leader is whenever you come across something, whether you're in a discussion or somebody asks you a question, you're in a debate, an argument, anything like that. And your answer is, I don't know. It's okay to say, I don't know. That's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But say, I don't know, and then add a tagline to it. Say, I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Or I don't know, but let me find out. And you don't even have to do this with other people. The the the, the portion of this that's important as far as in regards to leading yourself is that you do this when no one's around. Say you're, you're reading an article and you come across a topic that you don't know about or words you don't know about. And then you tell yourself, hmm, I don't know that word. Don't say, I don't know that word, and then just keep reading. Because you may need the context of the definition of that word to understand some other parts of the article. No. Tell yourself, hmm, i never seen that word before. I don't know that word. But let me go look up the definition so that I can understand what this word means and how it relates to the article that I'm reading. You know, and that's that's a very important. It may seem small, it may seem minute, it may seem like it's not really that important, but it makes a world of a difference if you do it consistently and on a regular basis. Say, hey, I don't know, but I'm gonna go find the answer. And that's what leaders do. Leaders, they go find answers. That leaders provide solutions to problems. That's that's what they do. They solve issues. All right. And last but not least, once you've done, now this is not, what the tips that I've given you are not things, it's not the end all be all, but these are three tips that'll help you, you know, become a leader of yourself first, and then it'll grant you the ability to lead others. Because when people follow you, they're looking for things they, they're looking for things in you that they know they're missing within themselves. For example, if someone is not as confident, they will want to follow someone who is confident. If they are a person who suffers from depression, they want to follow someone who is generally happy. If someone is always late to class or they turn in work late my bad y'all or they turn in work late or they um you know get to the appointments late they they want to look for a leader for someone who has punctuality who's dependable who has good time management you know so it, it starts with you it, it starts with you it starts from within it starts with one being able to become self-aware, know your strengths and weaknesses, it comes from two, you being able to 
you you learning to follow first before you attempt to lead. And then three, just admitting what you don't know. Just admit what you don't know, but don't don't be comfortable with not knowing. Go out and seek the answer. Go out and try to find the solutions. And then once you have finally come to the point where you are leading yourself, people will just naturally follow you. You don't you won't even have to ask people to to follow you won't even have to say hey come join my group or hey come be with me you know you may do that just to grow your following but starting off people are naturally attracted to leaders people naturally want to follow because as i said people when we follow leaders when we look up to leaders it's because we see something in them that we don't see within ourselves yet you know, we should we should strive to be in that position where where we have people that look up to us and follow us because we are we have the qualities, we have the attributes, we have the skills within ourselves that they don't have but want to have. You know, and I I think that's very important. And being a leader of yourself is important across multiple sectors of life. It goes for for at your job, um, in your relationship amongst your friends, amongst your family, man, it's, it's, it's very important to start leading yourself first. And then, as I said, all of the other things that you want, all of the success, all the followers, all the the money, women, cars, clothes, all of that will come if you just start by leading yourself. Character comes before currency, not currency before character, because you can have all the money in the world and still be a shitty person. You know what I mean? So I, I believe character attracts currency. Character attracts women. Character attracts the the car you want. Character attracts the opportunities you want. Just focus on having good character, leading yourself, and everything else will fall into place. That's it for today's episode, man. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Everyman podcast thank you for all your love and support man y'all be safe get after it i love y'all peace